What movies do you like to watch? Action, romance, thrillers, horror? Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's episode of BBS On Break. I'm your host, Olivia Candila, and I'm accompanied by my wonderful co-host. Hi, my name is Olivia Adeline and I'm your co-host for today. We have some very, very special guests with us today. Hi, my name is Amika, and I'm from Secondary One Grace. Uh, hi, I'm Michael from Secto Courage. Hi, my name is Nicole. I'm from JC One Piece. So lately, we have been talking a lot surrounding the topic of school and education. So let's take a step back, relax this week, and discuss on some movies. Uh, okay. All right, so first warm-up question. What are your guys' favorite shows of or movies of all time? I like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And, and, and for shows, I like Gravity Falls and a bunch of cartoons. I like animation in general. Gravity Falls is underrated. Anybody can You're right. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls is amazing. What about you, Anika? I like... Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, and for my show, I, I watched uh, Modern Family and Squid Game. Oh my gosh, are you serious? I watch both of those shows, and I have to agree with you. Really good. I highly recommend it. <laughs> She's just putting it out there. Okay, how about you, Michael? <laughs> uh, for a series, I actually like uh, Your Lie in April, and for a movie, I think... Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home wasn't so bad. What about our co-host? What is your favorite movie or series? My favorite movie, I actually watched it a few days ago. Red Notice. And for series, I have to go with Mudfam or Anime Attack on Titan. I'm so sorry. Oh, speaking of Red Notice, have you guys seen it? I actually just saw it recently. I saw it a few hours ago. Yeah, same. For those of you who don't know what Red, Red Notice is, Red Notice is a movie which tells the story of an Interpol agent attempting to hunt down and capture the world's most wanted art thief. Crazy, I know. And the movie is directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber and starring our top three, our favorite trio, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. I know, I can't believe it as well. And this actually beat out Bird Box's prior record of 282 million hours of watch time in its first 28 days only. First, Olive, what is your opinion on Red Notice? <laughs> okay, I'll tell you my opinion. I, at first, I think when everybody watches any movie, at first you're, you're really, like, focused and, like, doesn't matter who taps you on the shoulder, you will not look away from the screen <laughs> yeah yeah i was really looking forward to watching this movie because i mean it's the it's the iconic trio man like you can't beat that and yeah when i was watching it like the storyline was pretty good like the stunts that were pulled were i think they were pretty good too um the wardrobe is really good graphics is really good i really liked how they kind of played the movie my only comment that is not negative uh, but like 
a little less positive is that I expected the plot twist at the end. I knew from like three fourths of the way, and I was like, okay, this is for sure the the plot twist. <laughs> you are, you know, Akinator movie version. That's what you are. I, uh, can I voice my opinion now? Of course, go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm on the flip side of the coin. I. Uh, I thought the movie was incredibly um, mediocre. No offense. I'm. I think. Um, so I. I'm. I like a lot of movies. So when it, immediately when I first saw the poster, I went, "Oh no! Three popular actors. This won't end well." Because it's just, "Oh look, popular actors. This that, that doesn't mean good movie." So immediately I went, "Okay, whatever. I'll <laughs> give it a try." I gave it a try, and this is no joke. This is a real story. I fell asleep in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I knew Gagadot was the bad guy, but I didn't. And I didn't think she would. It was kind of confusing. Bad guy teams with the good guy, and then good guy teams with the bad guy, and then it goes around and around. And the 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 drunk bearded guy got hit by a bull. I never expected that. It was kind of confusing, though. I mean, I, honestly. Oh, go go go. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like the movie like uh, wants to portray Gal Gadot as like the villain. Uh, I'm not sure, but the first time I saw her in uh, was showing in the scene, I feel like it's like purposely to uh, show that she is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie is like that. Yeah, they wanted uh, Gal to seem like she was the bad guy. And I also think that they wanted Ryan Reynolds to be also the bad guy because he's, he's like the art thief, or at least in the first few scenes, he was the art thief. Um, but like in the end where Dwayne becomes part, like joins the dark side, I was like- Joins the oh. dark side. Like they, no, my problem with it is like, they can't all be bad. They can't. Well, I guess they the movie proved us wrong. That. I I just I wish I I thoroughly enjoyed the first part of the movie, and I think one of my favorite scenes was the prison scene, because that prison scene was just uh Dwayne. Well, before Gal joined in, but like Dwayne, um, and Ryan and their comedic duo is really funny to me and they do make I, a good duo yeah mm-hmm. they're a good duo so what are you what are some iconic scenes from the movie that you guys love absolutely love um i genuinely love like the wedding ending like it was pretty funny for me and it actually like i was sleepy at the time but like it kind of boosted my mood especially the one with ed sharon yeah, like, so the one scene where Ed said, "Ed said, I'm Ed Sheeran." Bad word, cuss word. <laughs> but it was like <laughs> that scene too. It, it was actually pretty hilarious, like how they were like trying so hard to get the egg, but then like it, like the point at first was like to uh, make to make the bride happier, but then in the end she just like 
completely. She fell in love completely. Yeah, and she disregarded the egg. She she left his man for Ed Sheeran, basically. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes was when they were in prison, and then they were talking about spoiler alert their escape plan to go out and get the third egg. And then at that time, Duane was wearing the hairnet. And then um, Ryan, Ryan said, why are you wearing the hairnet? You're bald. So that one, I literally just noticed it. And I was crying, like out laughing. What do you guys think of that scene? Like, what the whole prison sequence is good. Yes. Like, well, the whole prison sequence in general was like, I think one of the best parts of the film, you get, you just kind of got to see their kind of like brotherly dynamic in a way. Uh, and it's not, I don't think it's brotherly dynamic. That's a good word, but it's like kind of like frenemy dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. What about Michael, Anika? What's your favorite scene? from the, Oh, Michael's there. Nicole? Favorite scene, anybody? I don't really have a favorite scene. <laughs> I like she uh, anything in general. That's true. I mean, honestly, the prison scene is like like the genuine one scene that probably belonged to the action uh, genre. I I kind of mm-hmm. find it like like re- like relatable to other action movies. So I kind of enjoyed the prison scene. What about yeah. you? Like, at that scene, that was when I knew, like, Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds were, like, perfect duo because they match their personalities and, like, they're both comedians. So that was my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. I can agree with you. Uh, the next movie that we will be discussing about is Don't Look Up. With four Golden Globe nominations and four BAFTA nominations, Don't Look Up, a movie directed by Adam McKay, tells the story of two astronomers attempting to warn humanity about an approaching comet that is, or that will destroy human civilization. Starring Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Ariana Grande, and Timothy Chalamet, it is no surprise that this movie was one of the most streamed films of the release week in the United States. What do you guys think about it? Okay, but I, I haven't watched the movie yet personally, but you guys should definitely should, talking to the audience. <laughs> and the, I haven't even watched it, and the combo is already mwah, amazing. It's Ariana Grande, Timothy Chalamet, Jennifer Lawrence, and the Gosh, other one. <laughs> the other one. Wow. The other one. What's the other one? What's the other one? I'm trying to. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is, but the combo—it's just iconic stars. Yeah. Starring in a movie all together that has really good reviews and tons of screens. So yeah. what are you guys? Those they got nominated for the Golden Globes. Like this movie, I think is like one of those iconic movies. Like I mean, Meryl Streep is in the movie. Come on, like who wouldn't watch it? It is on Netflix, which is I mean, good for all of us because we're still all stuck at home. Um, yes, I'm gonna start I watching don't... that if it's on Netflix. 
feel my mom's I mom. really like this movie. Like, when I saw it, I also kind of thought, like, oh, big stars. Probably, like, it's, like, a meh movie. But I actually really liked it. I I don't know why I thought it was a bad movie. But, like, the storyline is really cool. And it's very much of, like, a current modern-day thing that's happening, which we can all relate to because, I mean, we're, you know. We're stuck in a pandemic that we cannot get out of. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And I actually have a quote from the director, Adam McKay, here, and I'll read it out for you. This movie came from my burgeoning terror about the climate crisis and the fact that we live in a society that tends to place it as the fourth or fifth news story or in some cases, even deny that it's happening and how horrifying that is, but at the same time, perpetuously funny. What do you guys think about it? Um, I mean, I I can see that the director has written it so that it has just some relation. It's just kind of like a tribute to climate change. What are you guys' opinions about it? I'm so sorry for cutting you off. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, should I should I say it? Should I say something now? Um, honestly, I feel like it's a movie to like uh, warn us about the things that's happening right now. But I actually do find it entertaining to watch, uh, especially something that you can snack on uh, in the middle of the night. And I personally love the acting because it was really good. I agree. I agree. I would say yes. I agree. The acting is pretty good. I, the the, um, the anger really was felt. I really did hate the bad guy, so that was a plus. Um, <laughs> I think we all hated them. Oh, they were very. They, I just wanted to just. You kick him out of the screen. <laughs> exactly, kick him out. Just kick him. You were about to say kill, or. <laughs> Mm, nope, nope, I would never. I no, 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 guys, we PG over here, okay? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to I just... can't. Oh my gosh, I felt so cringe. But anyways, go on, Nicole. I think yeah, the uh, the movie was uh really nice. It did give like very a very good perspective on like climate change. I need to stop saying like okay. I think the way it was portrayed, while it was good, I think it was a bit uh, too black and white. Like, okay, so the bad guys are the government and the good guys are the normal people. It's sure there's sure, and it's just they're portrayed as such greedy fellas. I think it would have been better if they were portrayed a bit more nuanced. This story was a bit more nuanced. Is nuanced the right word? I don't know, but a bit more gray where each to their own, like, each side has their own, like, bad things and good things, because uh, what the sh- what, uh, media's thing, reputation, they talk about media reputation all the time. The thing is, you can't, you, they're right, you can't just tell a bunch of people, hey, guys, we're all gonna die. It, they do show it, they do show it in the movie with, like, the riots and yeah. stuff, but I think uh, it could have been better if they had a better impact, if the riots were just a bit bigger. It just, oh, a riot happened, and then let's move on. No, I, I agree with what you say, but I really do think that, I mean, it's a pretty good rep- a representation of what we have going on in the world right now, because when it comes to the government, um, 
anything that is negative they want to cover up and i mean even um with like the covid news uh when it just first started happening there was a lot of rumors about uh at the time china hiding that covid was even a thing and at this time or meryl streep who's playing i think she was the mayor or the president if i'm not wrong um am i right fact checked <laughs> she was the president yeah yeah she was the president and she she wanted to cover up that this comet was even you know on basically a death journey to earth you know and when it comes to social media and um they actually made a song with ariana grande and kid cuddy um about this and you kind of see how these celebrities benefit off of something so terrible but they see it as like a good publicity kind of opportunity and i feel like that reflects very much of what we are experiencing right now what what do you guys think oh yeah that's totally it um uh again about what i said before about the whole you can't tell people that of course that's also a thing that they need to know especially in this scenario that's why i thought that that's why i think the story would uh benefit more maybe it would be too complex maybe the story i'm thinking of is too complex of course they should tell because this is a catastrophic event that will literally um cause the entire death of all human beings and they're just covering it up but also there are you can also make this comparison to other things that aren't as cataclysmic but you but they still have to cover up it's a complicated thing i don't know much about this Honestly, I don't agree on like the publicity stunt thing. Um, I, I didn't uh, realize that the song was probably for a publicity stunt. Like I really thought they were genuine in the movie because uh, the movie is actually like straightforward. So I didn't really think there was like much meanings behind the intentions. Yeah, but I'm not sure though. I, I would I, I think I think my word for publicity is it's kind of like eh. Um I don't know. Like what I mean by publicity stunt is kind of like it reflects perfectly because in the movie Ariana Grande's character, which I think her name is Riley. It was Riley, wrong. yes. Yeah. She kinds of she um there was a scene where they were like sitting like uh, uh behind in like a I think it's like a news report state, like a news station, like green room. And um, the scientist who is uh, played by uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio kind of spoiled that, you know, this comet is going to fly towards earth. And she then makes a song about it and kind of grasps the opportunity to make a song because because she knows that this is going to be such a big thing. I mean, they're in a they're in a news station, you know, and she takes that opportunity to write a song and then publish it. And because it's such a uh, like a reoccurring topic, everybody will listen to it. Which good business move on her. But it's also it reflects on like what we're um, experiencing nowadays. Because I do think a lot of celebrities do that. Is it just me? <laughs> um, 
No, I actually agree with you. It's just like I didn't actually realize the Riley's intention in the movie because, like, I really thought it was genuine straightforwardness. But that's I mean, just the song, the song is called "Just Look Up." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. But anyways, what are you guys' favorite scenes from it? Um, I genuinely like the scene of when the comet was falling to Earth, because then it like shows, uh, like the wishes of the people on Earth, and like genuinely reflects that their personality. Yeah, because normally big production movies they wanted to have a happy ending, so I was happy that this was kind of a bad ending to kind of not predict the future. Because I don't, I don't, I don't want this to happen in real life. But kind of show that not everything can be saved. I really like that movie because it shows a lot. And another scene that I think a lot of people don't think about um, is the scene where uh, Kate Dubiaski is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah, that's Jennifer Lawrence's character. She puts the time of when the comet is re- will reach earth or like the estimated time in a diet app and i found that really interesting because that also reflects on like the beauty standards these days and how um kind of like every like everybody uses diet apps at, at, like nowadays and it kind of like puts a like gives her kind of like a backstory as well I guess even from that small scene and in the ending scene where it was just like uh, the credits, you could see like the phone with the diet app floating around in space. And I thought that was a really cool touch to it. I actually didn't realize, I didn't know it was that deep. Like I generally watched the movie with like a blank mind, especially since (laughs) it was like midnight. so I really didn't understand what's the point of putting it on diet app. Like I just thought it was like something the director made up and just move on with. Yeah, I mean like this movie is tackling all of that kind of social issues that's going on these days. And I don't know, I really like it. Anika, what do you think? I haven't really watched the movie, but like when I came to know about it or heard of it. I searched on Google and when I came to know all of this cast, I came to know like this movie is gonna be good. Yeah, just from the cast, you know. And another thing that, I don't know, maybe I overanalyze movies, but <laughs> I really liked the, um, there was a scene with Jennifer Lawrence and Timothy Chalamet where I think they were under the stars and they see the comet approaching Earth for the first time. And that was kind of something that I I really liked because it was more of like a calm scene and then that kind of shoot up of like adrenaline because like, oh, I can see the comet and like I can basically stare at my death. Um, and another thing I would like to point out is the costumes for this, or like the wardrobe for this movie. I really liked it. As I want to point out, like Timothy 
Chalamet's costume or a wardrobe in the movie, he had uh, in the his character has like an evangelical background, and I I watched one of like the documentaries about like how how filming was and whatever, and they actually put like patches on his on his jacket to kind of put that to kind of show that evangelical past and I thought that was really cool the attention to detail that they have and kind of and I also really liked Leonardo DiCaprio's like wardrobe because it it like just from what you see what he's wearing he looks like a very like a like a a proper man you know but deep inside he has a lot of anxiety and he, i think he he has to take like xanax or something and i thought i thought that was really cool to put like this movie kind of tackles everything it's all of the social issues it's climate change about mental health um uh about that uh the beauty standards and about like uh like shady government things and you know it's everything and i think that's why it's a really big success I feel like I'm talking I'm, a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, I mean, considering the high budget for the movie, I actually think there will be a lot of effort put into it. And uh, agreeing to what you said, I actually like the uh, like the little details they add. It's really like meaningful for me. I don't know. Up oh, once again, Anika, Nicole, you guys said that your favorite movies were actually both of Spider-Man's movies. So now we will be talking about one of the most famous movies right now spider-man no way home spider-man's no way home was directed by john watts and written by chris mckenna and eric somers and spider-man no way home it's a sequel movie to homecoming and far from home i don't know if you already knew from the name itself but here's a little story info after Spider-Man's true identity was exposed to the public, he got a lot of hate and he asked Doctor Strange to use magic to make his identity a secret from society again. But unexpectedly, the spell goes wrong, resulting in the multiverse being broken upon, allowing visitors from the alternate worlds enter. Okay. Visitors from the alternate worlds enter Parker's universe. What can he do to stop it? Nobody knows. Anyways, what's your guys' reviews on the movie? Is it good? Do you guys really enjoy it? I really like Marvel and I really like Spider-Man. So it's just a um, spoiler alert, a bunch of old a bunch of uh characters from the old Spider-Man franchises from um uh, they all come, they all come here into Same Peter here. Parker's universe. They come to uh, the MCU. They all come, and it's just a bunch of fan service. You just point to the screen and go, "Whoa, it's that character from the from the other Spider-Man movie." And you thought this would never happen, but they're there. They're there. They're interacting with Tom Holland Spider-Man. He's right there. Yeah, I I honestly think that it was such a shock. Okay. Spoiler alert, I honestly think it was such a shock to everybody how Tobey, Tobey Maguire, uh, the other Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland all together in the same movie. At that point, I was fangirling already. 
I'm so sorry to say that. But I just love how all of the past Spider-Mans, they come together in a movie, work together. And it's actually one of my, I regret saying it's mid. It's really good. Okay, so what about you guys? I really think the movie was really good, like especially the scene when other Spider-Mans from different verse come. Literally everyone in the cinema was just cheering and clapping, so it was really good. Yeah, I cannot that's I don't know if you saw me in the cinema. <laughs> I was one of those people maybe. <laughs> I was- I would say, even though I thoroughly enjoyed the movie and I love seeing all those characters together, seeing this Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and uh, Tobey Maguire all together, I did say that the movie was a bit confusing in terms of the character motivations. So, okay, so Peter Parker goes, uh, spoiler alert, Peter Parker goes to cure everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're cured, and what happens next? Weren't they teleported right before their death? Uh, for example, Green Goblin was killed by his own glider. Is the glider just going to magically stop once he's cured? Is that how it works? Yeah, I have, and, to, I have to agree with you. The plot is really confusing. And of course, like, okay, maybe he was teleported after, he was teleported when they were, when uh, they uh, got into that abandoned building thing. I don't remember the scene that much. But how about Doc Ock? He built an entire machine and it's still unstable. Okay, he's cured, but this machine is still unstable. Does it just magically become stable? Or did, was he teleported before the machine was built? Just what are the rules? Time travel? She's breaking down the whole movie for me because I haven't watched it. <laughs> well, I'm going. If you, well, I'm going to give an entire summary of this movie. <laughs> I'll give you an A plus on that. Yes, yes. At the end, obviously, the multiverse had to close and everybody had to get back. And Peter Parker, spoiler alert, he had he made the choice of having everybody forget him, even his dearest friends and his girlfriend, MJ. And the quote he said was, with great power comes great responsibility. Also when, spoiler alert, his aunt, that. So what are you guys' thoughts on that quote? Did you guys cry at some point? I don't know. I was with my friends at the cinema and they were all making fun of me, so I just tried to, like, I sucked my tears in, like, yeah, that. I, I think uh, when I first watched the movie, I do, I do actually enjoy it a bit now. At the, uh, when I was watching the movie, I was definitely very confused on what's happening. Just what's, what are the motivations here? What are we doing? We're curing them for some reason? And then all the Spider-Men were together, which is really cool. But I was already spoiled, so I was so I went, okay, no surprise here, I guess. What about at you, Anika? Point, your thoughts? Uh, at one point, when like spoiler alert, when Aunt May was dying, I you know I like I always expect she's gonna be okay, she's gonna stay alive. But at one point, I was like, you know, somebody has to go. So it somebody has to go. Spider-Man law: someone has to die. Yes, it's the law. It's the concept. Everybody expects it. Someone has to go, and they go. So, person everybody suspects. 
Definitely not MJ, not the Spider-Man, stares at Aunt May. Well, Aunt May, I guess it's time for you to go. <laughs> Legs out, Alt F4. But just seeing from the cast, I mean, it's Benedict Cumberbatch, William Dafoe, it's Jamie Foxx, it's Tom Holland and Zendaya. Like, it's an iconic movie, and I, like, in the two... I, don't worry, I've watched the past two movies in the trilogy, okay? Um, and in the movies back then, it was kind of more in his own universe, you know, not a, like, there, I, if, I, if I'm not wrong, I haven't watched it in a really long time, but there was no other villains from, like, the Marvel Universe, right? Yeah, or at least in, in, the, in the trilogy. Um, and I really like to, like, I really liked that, like, they included other people and especially bringing um, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and, you know, just looking at it from the cast and, like, what I've heard from these gals spoiling everything. Um, not pointing anybody out, but I, I should probably watch it and I should probably go buy my tickets right now. So, yeah. I have an, unpop- uh, an unpopular opinion, but... I feel like Peter Parker deserves the everything that happened to him. Because <gasps> um, um, fascinating. Shocked. I'm no, as shocked as you are, him, Anika. We can attack him afterwards. <laughs> yes, fascinating. Keep, keep, keep so continue for the episode. Continue. You know what? It, you know what? I respect your opinion. I don't think he inherently. I don't think he actually deserves it. But man, it was. Nice to finally see him actually get something after all his hijinks. I mean, like, Peter Parker is a mess. I mean, like... He is a mess. Like, he could have just sent all of them home and ended it all, but, uh, like, he <laughs> That's didn't. That's and, and then he also tried to, like, t- take the easy way out, and he didn't even, like... Th- there was actually, like, this one theory saying that he could have just ended it all by saying that, uh, by telling Doctor Strange to just make exactly. And, and then, uh, Aunt May, I didn't like that she died, but honestly, I feel like Peter deserves everything that happened to him in the movie. Oh my gosh! Okay, deep breath. I w- <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, man. I I do think he deserves something, but oh man. Peter is a kid, okay? He's still clueless about the world. And let's be real. Sony likes the complications. That's why Spider-Man is a big hit, okay? It's a funny, funny Spider-Man. Sony really likes to drop girls down. Like, every Spider-Man movie, all the girls just fall down. Like, I don't know what's going on with them. (laughs) They're just falling down. <laughs> Bye, guys. I guess I'm falling now. We're all clueless here. <laughs> the ending. If you haven't the seen the other, yeah, if you haven't seen the previous movies, first there's Aunt May. Next there's where, what's his past girlfriend? Gwen. Gwen. Uh, Gwen dies. She was just oh, like <laughs> London Bridge is falling down. It's just it's just it's just slow motion going down. It's like this cool cutscene, but then she, yeah. <sighs> Talk about the okay. ending. If you're, you've already spoiled the this ending. much, just spoil the whole thing. <laughs> the ending. I am so sorry. Oh my god. Well, okay. I'll 
to spoil everything. You know the ending? Everyone forgets about him. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's what he wanted, wasn't it? <laughs> that's true. Yes, yeah. that was what he wanted. Dr. Strange was, like, the, out there giving his will. Thank you so much, everybody. Our guest speakers, the editors, thank you so much. And thank you to our host, Olivia. Thank you for the guest speakers again. And thank you for, for Chloe for joining in last minute on this episode. Thank you, everybody. We really appreciate you interacting with us today. Okay. And if you're still listening, thank you for sticking with us to the end. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, goodbye and Doctus Exemplo.